Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Two Catholic Dudes. My name is Ryan Klaus. My name is Danny Cleary. And as always, we are not priests, we are not theologians, we're just two Catholic dudes, and we're talking about our faith. And today, tonight, we have a guest. It is my other younger brother, Jack. <laughs> we're completing the cycle of Cleary's. Yeah. Hello. Uh, you've got two episodes with Brendan, and now we got Jack. Say hello, Jack. Hello. How's <laughs> everyone doing? Before we jump in, I have a question for Danny. What are you always doing with the mic at the beginning of this episode? <laughs> At the beginning of all episodes, he's always fiddling uh, with the microphone. This is it. Here's the deal. We have that little pre-roll, and I don't know what to do with my hands. (laughs) So I just, like, pretend that I'm tightening. It's it's late, guys. The wheels are coming off. The wheels are coming off. It's like... Now I can't do that anymore. Because everyone (laughs) was like... secret's out. It's like when the DJ is, like, in the, like, doing stuff, and you're like... (laughs) It's just He's play, not doing play anything. Play on your iPod. <laughs> you're not turning any knobs. Uh, the secret's out, guys. Um, but yeah, the wheels are coming off. It's late. It's like two. What time is it? Like it two is o'clock, one o'clock. One forty a.m. Yeah, it's one forty in the morning January right now. January twenty fourth. We're we blowing should. through two podcasts in a row. Um, uh, yeah, and wait, I'm thankful that Jack was a last minute grab uh, to be our guest tonight, and uh, he did the drive with me. You know, drove an hour and fifteen minutes here. Uh, but we don't live together anymore, so it was a nice, nice to reconnect. We don't. No, I made him pick me up. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Sometimes it's great, you know. Uh, like my brother lives far away. Like, well, he was across the country. Now he lives in Seattle, which is still pretty far. But you know, yeah. you find opportunities to connect, and so this is a great opportunity for you guys to to connect on the air for everyone else who's listening. Yeah. Well, it was funny because I was sitting eating, getting ready to drive down here, and uh, you know, Ryan was like, "Man, we got we got to get a guest," and uh, Jack. Had texted me about something and I was went oh Jack like it was just like the weirdest timing and I said what are you doing tonight you want to come to Anaheim and he just was like sure yeah <laughs> and then here we are sounds fun yeah <laughs> no it's it, it's crazy because uh it, it didn't really hit me until uh Danny and Brennan moved out of like how much I always saw them and then when they moved out of how much less I saw them like whenever I would see them be like oh I haven't seen you for like Weeks, yeah. When usually I would see you every day. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Don't be afraid of that microphone. It's not gonna. It's not gonna get you. Hello. <laughs> uh, is obviously you've been to Orange County before. You've been, probably been to Disneyland, right? Yes, yes. I've had I've had a season pass. Uh, unfortunately, not this year, but oh, I have no. made the drive down many a time. So. So if you you probably don't have your bearings because you guys came like late at night, but I'm literally like four miles from Disneyland right here. So if you That's just amazing. go down there, t- a block down, and you go down the street four miles, you're right at. Disneyland. Yeah. I actually walked it the other night. I was at uh, the NAM show, which is the big music convention. It's at the convention center right across the street from Disneyland. And which it's like, I don't know. It's it wasn't it wasn't great for me because the, the convention is literally just for like if you're a guitar center, you're going to check out what all the new vendors are like putting out, all the new tech, right. all the new guitars and everything like that. You can't buy anything. There's hundred and twenty thousand people there. So it's like you can't network with anybody. There's just too many people. So anyways, I left at like four and there was nothing going on and I was like, I'll just walk for a while. I ended up walking five miles back home, but it was kind of cool. You get it's a really great, <laughs> it's a really great way to get like the lay of the land when you're not speeding by in a car. You know, you're just like, how would I if I was lost? Could I get home from here? Yeah. So now I know, I can. Good for you. So can. I'm in walking distance from Disneyland now. It's it's pretty cool. That's five whole miles. <laughs> five miles left. Hey, that's <laughs> not bad. Sure. That's probably how much you probably walk more than that when you're at Disneyland. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, my absolutely. gosh. Absolutely. Um, I'll comment in 
<laughs> I say this like once an episode when I say comments. And no one ever does. <laughs> Beauty and the crazy does for sure. Sure, yeah, she'll Thank tell you us. for always commenting in. Uh, do you guys wear pedometers when you're at Disneyland? You know, or like that? That's not even a thing. It's on your your phone no, tracker. The, the track Fitbit. Fitbits, I guess, track your miles. Almost every time I've gone to Disneyland, someone has had a Fitbit, and in the middle of the day, they go, "Oh, I've met my steps." It's like, of course you have. Yeah. We're <laughs> at Disneyland. I, I turned that feature off of my Apple Watch because I didn't like when I was like. Like I remember one time <laughs> you I was twenty four seven. I was today. like scootering across the parking lot to the church, and it like buzzed. It's like you seem like you're working out. Should we track it? And I was like, don't tell. Me. I want to talk to you. <laughs> Did so, it like speak to you? It was like no. It just man. like buzzed and like said, "Hey." This little man walking. He's like, "You look like I you're exercising." <laughs> you, <laughs> I feel. It feels like, like you're exercising. exercising. <laughs> nice. I used to work at a restaurant. I think I would walk like an average of seven miles every night. Wild. Yeah. Good exercise. Nice. I don't. I don't, do, I don't do that anymore. I sit. I sit by a computer all day. or behind a piano. Yeah, that's my job. It's cool. So, Jack, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you uh, for having me. Thanks for for completing the cycle of Cleary's again. Uh, what do we want to talk about tonight? Well, here's the thing: is I, I when I brought in uh, when we when we got the idea of talking to Jack is him and all the three of us have kind of grown up Catholic, but uh, Jack and I grew up Catholic together, and we are like six years apart in age. Yep. And so we had very similar and very different experiences. When Jack went through his confirmation process and his program, I was actually working as uh, one of the youth ministers at the time, and my uh, my mom was working in the program and, and stuff like that. So, uh, and then you were in Ryan's choir that we always hear about. You were in that choir. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different experiences that we're going to talk about of you know just kind of growing up, you know, in, in the mass. And speaking of that. Of mass. Well, yeah, we're not going to forget this episode. We're going to ask you our question. We ask all of our guests: What is the craziest, weirdest, most interesting, interesting unique. thing, unique thing that's ever happened to you during mass? Interesting, interesting. I definitely have embarrassing, um, but it, it was interesting. It was a good learning experience. So uh, when I was in Ryan's choir, the good old days, they uh, they were trying a new system with the teen choir to uh, make someone come up, go up, and uh, be the constant responsorial person to always like raise their arm when everyone is supposed to sing the, the canter the canter that's there, the word i could not go. think of the word for the life canter. of me the canter um because you know always someone would go up when they would sing the responsorial song and lift their arms up but they wanted more of a psalmist a psalmist yeah so that's actually a great point I'm gonna, I'm gonna did i nail it the psalmist yeah i'm killing so it. there's the psalmist <laughs> and there's the canter so we wanted to have an actual canter so that Basically, we can invite the congregation in to sing at all points of the mass because that should be the important goal of us as a choir singing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you finish your story, but then I want to have a point on that. And so they picked you. So we picked and you to they, be the cantor, right? They okay. picked me, and Continue. Uh, and you know, I was so nervous. I don't know why, but like I've done so many things like in front of people on stage, but I was petrified to do this. So you not so, only had to raise, raise your arms, but you had to introduce the songs. Yes. Right? So I had to introduce every song. Okay. So. Uh, I was supposed to introduce um, the communion song after the priest had blessed communion. Right. But like I, at the normal time for yeah, communion. You're, so you're, you're, you're supposed to, to. After the Eucharistic prayer and all that after stuff. After the Lamb of God. Yeah, Lamb of God, all that. Then you. Yeah. 
that's when you should introduce yes. it. When the, when the communion song. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's when you should introduce it. Is that what I did? No. Um, I went up there in the middle of his prayer and went, I think this is the end of it because I wasn't even focused because I was so nervous. And I just went. People weren't even kneeling uh, Nope. <laughs> and I just went, our communion song uh, will be uh, the glory to God. And then immediately after I stopped talking, those the were priest, all the wrong. <laughs> those were all. <laughs> okay, so I hope you. If you said all that, that was just like it's all wrong. It's all wrong. Sure. So all wrong. I'm sure that's not exactly what I said. But uh, if we were doing the glory to God at communion, that was our bad too. So, uh, so it, I, yes. Announce a communion song at the wrong time. What yes. kind of reaction did we get here? Silence. The priest just immediately went into his prayer. And, <laughs> he just, and, through. and, and immediately, <laughs> right when he started talking, I went, Oh no. <laughs> I completely messed up. And I just slowly stepped down from the stand and sat in my little chair. Um, just and shameful. Then I had to go just back run up away. <laughs> do it again. and reintroduce did you, the song. All right, did you did you like comment on it and be like, uh, all right, now the communion song, or did you just like continue on like I, nothing happened? I just, I just acted like nothing happened. Sure. But me they, again. Sorry about that. <laughs> Hi. This time you it's for real. Me from the mistake <laughs> earlier. <laughs> no, I was just like, it's fine. Everyone will just, but I could tell everyone's face was like, yeah, oh, no. yeah, but you know what? That's very good. Now that, you're doing it. <laughs> that's what happens with, with youth choirs, because here's the thing. We want to empower the youth. We want to give them responsibilities. Is everything going to happen perfectly? No, things, things happen like that. And you, how you were like 12, 13 years old. Something like I that. was, I was like, 16. this was like last year. <laughs> I was I was I was, I was old enough to know better. I am I no, but like I blame your director. No, that that could be on us for not forming you. We, we would just say, oh, the, no, honestly, that was probably on us because we go, oh, the, we know this. This is this we're, we're seasoned in this, but we we take for granted that it's something that we know so well. But it might not, it might be brand new for someone that that we put this on. So like we should have formed you much better to know exactly when or or like throwing up our hand and go no 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 <laughs> not right now wait stop <laughs> but what you know are you what doing? stuff happens and i think i mentioned on on a previous episode or just recently this happened to me i was so exhausted that i started singing amen when i was supposed to sing the memorial acclamation like nope. what a disaster i was just like uh, amen oh when we eat this bread and drink <laughs> i was like you just, it was just uh, a beautiful new intro. And then I said it before, too. I announced the wrong church one time. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my gosh. Stuff happens, you know. Uh, it's always a great learning experience if you don't let it traumatize you. That's that's my whole life MO. It's just, like, learn from your mistakes uh, and, and get back up and be like, well, I'm not going to do that again. Right. And, you know, I tell the kids. I probably told you. It's like. All right, well, don't do that again. But like, you survived, right? So now you know. Yeah. So, so you know now you know really when that communion song should be announced. So uh, use everything as a learning experience. So you made it through. Well, that's good. Yeah. So we're gonna let's let's dive into like we we uh growing up how like how we grew up Catholic and how we grew up you know getting to know uh our faith and how it was it was a very big part of our life. Growing oh yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, mass was no, it, it was a you're. The Catholic family, we, we yeah, to mass. it was tried yeah. and true. You it, know, that was just what we did. There was no like question about it. But I think it's interesting bringing on the youngest brother of three, and especially with 
the oldest brother being involved in youth ministry and mm -hmm. you know and, and your parents being heavily involved in ministries there like uh are there certain expectations that were that, that, that did you feel stresses oh uh, pressures you know absolutely absolutely it was it was just when I walked in, it was very much like, oh, you're uh, John and Julie's son, or oh, you're Danny and Brendan's brother. That's, that is what I always got walking in, whether it was starting from like when I was in elementary school CCD, and then when I went to junior high ministry, and it really, at first, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the, uh, yeah. Um, and it really wasn't until my second year of confirmation where I was just like, you know what, yeah, yeah, I am, but I am very i'm a completely like different person than they are and i really True. um through just being outgoing and really uh being like yes uh our family like has their faith and that's important as like a unity but i also have my individual sense of faith and so i really dove into that and embraced that and that just kind of and it just it didn't really matter and it was awesome that my family was there and they it was it was really a blessing it, at first i didn't really see it but through lots of prayer and understanding what it meant it uh it w turned out to be a beautiful thing but yeah definitely pressures so well and and like i know that it was probably weird um because it, you know you were you were on the team you're in confirmation and i was in charge yeah uh you know so a lot of the other kids like were like yeah oh my gosh like you know D D jack's brother's running this program he can do whatever he wants and I actually think like, cause I was always, I got it harder when people, well, I knew the youth minister really well. Mm -hmm. And I think almost like you're saying the pressure of is I expected more of you. Like I expected you, if I didn't have anyone to answer the questions, I'm like, oh, Jack's going to answer. Yep. <laughs> um, you know, and, <laughs> and that was a big thing that I would always kind of throw at you. Like, Hey, you know, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Mm -hmm. and, you know, leaning on you a lot in class or in at youth group to participate or, right. um, and you are very outgoing. So that definitely helped you when you were on the leadership team, you, you were very yeah. outgoing. Um, that was that was a very helpful thing, um, but something I want to go back to a little bit is even when we were younger than that it, is I remember uh, we we also served. Yes, we did quite a bit, Me, lo lots of times. Um, and uh, here's the thing: is I, our dad is one of the coolest guys I've ever I've ever had the privilege of knowing. We might complete the entire I want Cleary cycle. Wanna, We've done the brothers now, but like have mom and dad dude, on I, one by one. I want to get my dad on at some point. He's just like a, he's just fun. <laughs> he's a fun guy. Uh, but he uh, takes mass and our faith very very seriously. Like one the more seriously than anyone else in in of his siblings or anything like that. It's like, it's so funny. Cause like our parents are like super Irish Catholics came from Irish Catholic <laughs> families. And like of all of the siblings on my mom's side of the family, only my mom yep. is practicing Catholic side of my dad's family. Only he out of his siblings practice Catholic, and then they just got married. <laughs> yep. And it's, and all of all the kids yeah. were the three of us are the only ones that are, they're they really practicing church, the, Catholic, yeah, the Catholic faith. Um, but my dad was very much like we had to dress collared oh, shirts. Oh yeah. No jeans. Nice shoes, like it was important that we no we shorts. Dressed. That was no huge. shorts. To this day, if I see someone wearing shorts and masks, my mind's just like, "That's what are you doing? I can't wear shorts." I've and sent masks. kids home. I mean, even if they had a solo or something in my choir, they show up in shorts. I go, "If you if you have time to run home and change, you can come back and sing. Otherwise, we're gonna find." Sorry, yeah. that's that's not how we dress in church. Yeah, he always and he just like like just made sure that that was always known to us that mm -hmm. we had to dress our best at church um and, and that's that speaks highly about 
your your parents mm -hmm. for because we said it in in a, I think we said it in another episode like uh, Catholicism is such a family oriented religion. Yeah. It know. all stems from these family values, and I think there's stats where you know in, in divorced families the kids are much you know x amount less likely continue the, to continue the faith when even if they are together if the father doesn't go to church the kids are way less likely to continue with the faith. So to the fact that your parents are not only have an amazing display of marriage and what it means to be a, a, a parents, but they're raising three amazing kids in the faith and, and putting, you know, strict rules on how you dress and how you act and, and really, but in not only telling you the rules, but showing you with how they uh, how they are holding uh, up their faith and being great examples of their li their living faith for you guys. Yeah, and and I don't remember like it just mass and behaving in mass was always just like like so important. Mm -hmm. Like you see like the, a lot of little kids that, like get taken to the back or things like that. Like I just don't remember any of us having to do with that because like dad was just like you behave in church. Yeah, like you, you're there for God, and yeah. God wants you to behave, so you behave. Mm -hmm. And like if we were good, we got to go to the farm. Do you remember that? I you, remember the donuts. The donuts? You would, we'd get donuts? We'd get donuts. Or we got to go to the we farm. We got to go to the farm. Yep. Yeah, I mean, parenting is is tough, I'm sure. I'm not a, I'm not a parent. I don't have any kids. Me neither. But Jack, I, I don't. From, <laughs> right on. <laughs> you heard it first. There no kids here. No but kids from what I hear, it's not that easy. It's pretty, it's pretty difficult. It doesn't look easy. <laughs> it doesn't look very easy. Oh, no. My brother, my brother has... Uh, in about one week, they're due with their second kid. So by awesome. the time this episode Amazing. is out, oh, so prayers for that. Uh, yeah, prayers, prayers that everything uh, went smoothly, came out yeah. right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, but prayers for my my brother and sister in law, and their and their new baby to be, or hopefully, you know. Uh, God willing that they that they have a second amazing child. But anyways, I've I've seen, you know, they they they're doing such an amazing job with their first child, but they they just have no time anymore and like it's all consuming and again, when you have a child, it's your life is now in service of, the, yeah. of of this okay. child. It's it's yep. not about your life isn't about you anymore. Um a lot of people don't get that. A lot yeah. of people I, don't get that. <laughs> like a friend I had a friend that that had a kid and he goes he goes, it's not just about keeping myself alive anymore. I have to keep this little thing I alive. Know. And it has no, it doesn't <laughs> want to stay alive. It runs everywhere. That's why I don't even have a dog. I'm like, <laughs> it's not even, it's not even fair to the dog because I, I wouldn't be able to, right. I mean, oh, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. You never feel ready. You never, are, oh, yeah. there's never a point in your life when you're going to be like, I'm officially ready to get married. I'm officially ready to have children. You just step up to that challenge when that comes, right? Uh, so if I got a dog, I would step up and I would I would love the heck out of that dog and I wouldn't let it die because <laughs> that's know, good. Um, but your parents, well, I had a point. I had a point, guys. Again, it's two o'clock in the morning. Wheels are falling off. But uh, what was what I was gonna say is like it's difficult. That's what I was. Saying. It's difficult to raise children, and so to bring them to mass again, even harder. I think I said it once. Like I have a buddy who has two kids now, and when I was doing music up in Ventura County, he would go. And he, his his wife doesn't go to church with him, but he would bring both his kids, and he would have like one. He, I think he was holding them both at one time, walking up to communion because he's not gonna leave them there. So right. he he's literally holding them both on both arms, receiving communion on the tongue, going back, and they're both like 
screaming and shouting and doing all the and but he still makes that commitment to go uh, but he's he's having a tough time again because he's going by himself right. so your parents both going and they are setting a precedence to uh, for how you guys should act the last point I'm going to make about like how hard it is to have kids in mass Regardless, bring them there. Show them uh, this is what we do as a family. But uh, as a community, the sound of kids crying and acting up should be a beautiful thing to a point. Right? We talked about it in one episode about the crying room, whether we, whether churches should have a crying room or not. I, I'm on the fence about it, but I, I kind of don't think so because – you know, hearing a baby cry is a beautiful thing because that's that's a sign of our uh, continuing continuous growth in the Catholic Church. That's mm-hmm. going to be a new member of the Catholic Church. Even little kids who are acting up, you know. But at some point, you got to start like disciplining and and uh, you know, so f- walk that line. Sure, but mm-hmm. there's a beauty to it. So, and I'm sure that we might have been little terrors at some point. I just uh, don't really remember. That was a long time ago. Um, so. Yeah, I just remember. <laughs> I I just, I'll always remember how important my dad made mass out to be, and and it it reflected me in my adult life that like you know i don't miss mass you know yep you know mass is important and and we go and and uh it was just it was just always a really really big deal uh because it was a big deal to them so it was a big deal to us and then it became a big deal to us as we had our own journeys Mm -hmm. right walking through jack i was gonna say being you know all the pressure that we talked about being the the third child of a very catholic family who they're all involved and danny being the youth minister and stuff i think it could have gone one of two ways you could uh, uh, be where you're at right now, which is a, a great example of living living Catholic faith and values, or just completely shied away and said, "This is too much pressure. I don't want to deal with this." Uh, and I've seen a lot of people do, you know, go that route and yeah. say, mm, "I'm I'm done. I'm done being Catholic. This you guys you guys are Mister Mister and Mister's Catholic, and you're doing your thing. But like, I'm gonna go my way." Right. So mm-hmm. I commend you for for uh, still being a true example of of Catholic values. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it it had a lot to do with the with my family too because they as much as the pressure was there they never put it on me like uh both my mom and uh Danny and Brendan were both were both there's three of you <laughs> all three were heavily involved in youth ministry but they all really pushed me to just be myself and to to spread the faith in my own way and it just it really helped me just relax and be like I'm here because I love God, I love my faith, and I want to spread it, and I want to grow and learn more. So, yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah, and it's funny because like we're all so different, you know, because like we, mm-hmm. you know, Brent and I are like athletes, and we're into like sports and stuff. And now, and Jack is like he he likes theater and doing that yeah. kind of stuff. So it was like completely different. Um, but you know, the faith was what something that we all did together, which was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, um, um, did did you ever struggle in high school? Uh, like being the like being involved in your faith or knowing that, that people were like because I I was I, I didn't struggle too much because I was super in, I, it's super involved mm-hmm. with the church thing but I know that you did a lot of other stuff in high school way more than I did did it ever was it ever an issue for you being involved in faith yeah definitely um it was nice since I did have a giant group of friends who I had from church and mm-hmm. just were were in my life and I spent so much time with them but definitely whenever I was at rehearsals for when I did theater in high school um I was always known as the church kid everyone's like oh oh Jack's the church guy he 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 just he lives by the rules and he doesn't really do anything like extreme because he's, he's the church guy and um I really embraced that I was just like yep yeah, I'm the I'm I'm the church guy I'm the theater church guy and I love God and that just became my reputation and um 
a lot of people just love that about me, which was really cool. It, it, I did get bullied for it a little bit um, in high school, but I really just was like, yeah, bring it on. Like I am, I'm the church guy, and I love it. I love. Well, I think it kept. It helps to keep you. I I thought for me, it helps keep you like accountable. Mm-hmm. You're like, if that's what you're gonna think of me, fine. I'm gonna be that, and I'm gonna. Because, it, it, but it goes one of two ways. Some people are like, no, I'm gonna prove that I'm not. Mm-hmm. But then other people can kind of be like, you know, what, like I think like you did was like, you know, that's who I am. Then yeah, that's who I'm gonna be. Steer into it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's who I am. Like you know, watch. Like, and I'm gonna show. You, like, I'm gonna be nice to everyone. I'm just gonna I'm gonna love this. I'm and I like I had a group of people who we said a little prayer before every show because awesome. people because there were just especially in the younger crowd like when I was a senior in high school and it's not really the cool thing to be a church person also in the theater community. So seeing I, I really was happy that some of these younger kids could see me as oh whoa well Jack just like fully embraces that like no I'm a theater kid but I'm also a church guy and like I pray before every show and. I and I just that is that is part of it. Like I take God with me on stage. That's awesome. just that's just it. We just talked about this. We we filmed the episode an hour ago. You guys heard it last week. But like that stigma that it's not cool to be Catholic or it's not cool to be religious. And right. I think that's that's the that's the bigger issue. It's not cool to be religious in this right. in this secular mm-hmm. world that we're living in right now. And there's there's all this pressure to just live a secular life. And if you are religious, to just hide it away in a corner. Right. And we, and we talked about being afraid to post on social media and being afraid to live that uh, holy. And I was afraid and I was living uh, when I was in high school like I wouldn't tell anyone that I went to church and when I was in my 20s even I was like mm, I don't want to post about it like we just talked about but the fact that in high school even even the fact that you got bullied about it and you said yeah well that's cool that's who I am and you just leaned into it and you owned it when you own it, it anytime you anytime you're going to get bullied if you if you like embrace it you're going to stop getting bullied and they're yeah. going to be like oh they'll start respecting you and they're going to be like yeah. oh man this this guy's awesome. Well, yeah, and, th- and that's really what it turned into with a lot of my friends. Because at first, like, I could sit here and be like, yeah, they bullied me. And I was like, no, yeah, I'm the church guy. But I really struggled with, like, oh, uh, like, I didn't want to bring up that I was going to church. Like, sometimes they'd be like, oh, are you going to come hang out with us? I was like, no, I can't. I'm going to youth ministry. Or, oh, no, it's Sunday. Like, I have to go. I'm, I'm helping with youth, gr- youth group. And they're like, oh, come on. Like, you go there enough. Like, God is still going to love you. Just, like, little japs like that. But the... the <laughs> And you know, I didn't really like. I act. I was like, eh, ha, ha, ha. but like, it, I know God's gonna love me. That's why I'm going. Like, I'm yeah. going because I want to. <laughs> um, and it finally came down. Like, I at first I was just like, yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, and so I really struggled with it. And eventually, I was just like, no, I'm going because I want to go. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. People just were like, oh, Jack's the church guy. Okay, cool. Like, we love that about him. It just became another, and people started respecting that about. And like me. I said before, you never know what kind of ripple effect that has. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for your perspective, everyone just started respecting that. Uh, but what if someone was like, "What what's he what's he on about?" As your brother is he on about? You know, but like, <laughs> the, some maybe somebody had some sort of conversion moment, and they you don't even know about it that because they're like, "Man, he's like." There must be something to this whole God thing, you know, based on like how much, you know, he's, he was getting bullied and he's still all in and he's missing these other opportunities because he wants to go to church. There must be something to this. Yeah. And they, and then they went on, um, and you might, you might never know. Well, do you think that, what do you think it was that helped you to live so boldly in that and, and more lean into it as opposed to reject it and be like, you know, I, I don't want, I don't want this. Um, 
family and friends that mm. was a big and just my love for being there it's just it was like i love being there so it did like i don't i don't really mind um and i really just had a great support system at home and just i had a whole clan of people who had my back and then eventually even the people who were kind of giving me uh giving me a hard time had my back at the end of the day like i, I was just really blessed with some amazing friends both who went to church with me and both who didn't go to church with me. Right. Um, so well, I would always make the joke in, cause there's, if you're dealing with high school students in any facet, there's drama. There's always drama in youth ministry. Always, there's always. drama in the world. In the world. And in, in youth ministry, there's something. And like somehow I would always make the joke. Cause I was the youth minister, right? Jack was never in it. He knew about it, but he was always outside of it. And he yeah. was just like, so like, I would always be like, Hey, did you hear what's going on with this? And he, he could give me all the details of it. But he was never involved in it somehow. That's awesome. He was always in like both camps. Like he's like both people are talking to me. And I'm just trying to like you know hey life's it's gonna too be short okay. to get involved in <laughs> drama. You know, it's it's it really is. It's, yeah, oh it's absolutely goodness. I want to hear a little bit about your experiences uh, in the choir because I told you guys how bad of a choir director I was at some point, <laughs> and that's really when he was in the choir. So I want to see from your perspective how you thought about it. So just well, let's let's take a quick break. We're gonna hear about that. All right, so we're gonna hear about Jack his experience with the choir but uh as i was like uh we we had to pause we still have to pause because there's the 30 minute limit on the camera right which guys get on that can we can we get on the, the where are the scientists the scientists <laughs> fix the whole camera where situation. are the scientists Dude, that's right like, thing whenever he has a question about anything he goes how have the scientists not invented this yet how have they not figured this out and he always generalizes just all the scientists, the scientists. Should be, stop doing whatever you're doing and work on this problem that I'm having. Get on it, right? But okay, so I have my phone here on sitting on the table, and I have like a live feed of what's happening on the camera over here. So I like look down every now and then to make sure we're still recording. I look down, I look at the computer to make sure we're still recording audio. But when I look down, all I see is this giant mop of hair. So if anyone's watching, I apologize because when we have a guest, like I'm, I want to give the guest attention, but literally all you guys probably see is just this mop right here. So. So, yeah, um, <laughs> it's beautiful. Ap no, apologies. Yet. The mop is I'm gorgeous. Envious. I'm envious of it. I'm over here balding. So I figure while I got it, I might as well grow it. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, Jack, you were okay. I was a new choir director, but you were still a child in the choir. So I was still cutting my teeth, and it wasn't so great. I think. But what did you think? What was your experience? So I started choir earlier than most do because I started when I was in eighth grade, and most people usually go in like ninth, tenth grade. Um, and it, I started going into it because I felt that singing and through songs—that's how I really felt the most spiritually present during mass you're like yeah you're like, like it was your form of prayer yeah it, it was the form of prayer that connected me to god the most so i was like if i can share that and just build that out into um the mass that's that would be fantastic um and it just gave me a better understanding of just the order of the mass and the themes of the mass if that makes sense, like True. you know, and uh, I never, I never noticed any uh, any issues with the. Well, here's the thing: you weren't formed, so you didn't know what. That's true. You didn't know that anything was not right because right. that's just all you ever <laughs> knew, right? But so now, now that you're older and you and you probably know a little bit more, is there anything that was like weird that you notice? I mean, I'm putting you on the spot. I know, I know all the weird things that we you know doing, all the weird like, things. We've talked about a lot of them, but uh, I mean, maybe you don't have an answer. But 
because we we were we were very much just rock and roll. It was that, that it was it was very rock and rock roll. And roll. Mass, like huh? I, there was one mass. I feel like we sang airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no I, way. I, at mass. I, I could be wrong. Maybe that was at probably honestly we had that we had that. Yeah, mashup. it was the combo. It was, it was our God awesome is an awesome God, God with airplanes at mass. There's no there's, way. It was probably uh, a, there's it no was way, probably but, a retreat mass, but it was still a mass. You think there's no way? But it, we probably it was did at it. Saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, it was at the Saw closing mass? I think maybe. So uh, at a summer we did camp, the at a summer camp, we like put together this secular song. That was it. airplanes from like 2008. It was probably the closing song. Into Awesome God, the song Awesome God, and we're like we had all these hand signs and stuff. So I'm sure we probably did that at mass because like that was probably it as Saint Mary Seminary. The thing that always what a rang in my mind with that song is they always would say, "Be like, okay, this side airplanes. That's that's the life. That's always that's the life that's keeping the, you from God. Secular, that's secular that, world exactly. And and this side is Awesome God. That is God reeling you back in and just making you feel just so thrilled and happy to be alive. So we need two groups so they can sing to each other and. Everyone would go sing airplanes. It'd be like me and five other kids be like, oh, God, it's an awesome example. God. Like, the right. awesome God part is the cool part. Be like, <laughs> you are so, the problem <laughs> that youth ministers are fighting is the cool part is not the church part. Exactly. So, so uh, wow, what a nightmare. We did horrible things. That, that, so I guess that, that looking back, that probably wasn't the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, that I, now that it's oh, dawned on man. me. But, uh, Never even thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. See, we got this new perspective on the terrible things um, that we did as music ministers. Yeah, yeah you know, geez. like because I always felt like I was like, no, don't sing airplanes, sing Awesome God, thumbs up. But like, uh, yeah, all you, these, all always these... wanted to be on the Awesome God side. Yeah, man, liturgical yeah. abuse. Yeah, we're <laughs> Just... we're the problem, really. Uh, that's that's I go back to us not being formed, right? You know, and so we didn't we didn't know any better. We had to learn and grow. But then we were teaching in in turn we were teaching them that like this is the cool thing to do at mass, and they didn't know they don't know any better. They're like, sure, so they're like that sounds like, great, and it it is a snowball effect. So you know there there is merit to what's what people say as liturgical abuse, right? Right. Because um, things can get out of hand really quickly. It were like the uh, you had your Christmas rock and roll. The Christmas rock those? and roll thing. Oh, we always did those. And okay, as as somebody, you were in the choir, and like when we first started, we just did Carol the Bells instrumentally. Like you guys would just stand there and watch, right? The first like I feel like minute and a half was just music, and we would just kind of be like. Here we're we're here, and I always watch Monsignor just take a bow while this is. What a nightmare! The deacon and the priest are just like, "This would be God." Just turn around and start processing out to this. While like all the teens were like, "All right, why don't we start singing?" But then you didn't. I think for a while that we did not. And then once the once the priest left the building it was hark how the bell sweet summer bells da 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 and uh it just transformed into like 17 different songs i think like no, two of them later. were uh, religious later. i'm dying it's um, oh god it was just i always remember that envision of the priest bowing for the altar before he processed out just to this <laughs> Like, Guys, I talked about how bad ripping electric guitar. <laughs> I talked about moly. how bad uh, the stuff we did was, but like you didn't really get a, a feel for it until some of these stories. Yeah, just like, laying on the line. <laughs> you know, it started with like, no, it was all fine, and they started reminding me of things. It was not like, fine, you guys. It was maybe, not fine. maybe that wasn't the right way to go. <laughs> 
So form, form your musicians. That's that. Now that I know what to do, it's like I wish I was formed because we we were teaching kids the wrong thing. We were we yeah. were uh, like, yeah. Oh, and and honestly, oh, yeah, I remember at that time, a singing it. I was like, this is so cool. Like, oh my gosh, this is this is awesome. Like, this is what we should be doing. And now, do you know? Now I've learned. <laughs> you only, but, but the thing is, you've learned just because like you're still associated with us. But like, what about all the other kids that were in the choir that they, they probably still think, oh, that was great. And they still think like, let's right. do that again. And the whole congregation, like, again, they were probably just like, what in the world is happening right now? <laughs> so like, uh, it's just a mess. But like form you, the musicians, you need to be formed. Don't put your ma- your music before the mass. Exactly. You know? So this came back. Oh, that swings back around to the, what we were talking about at the beginning when you when you were the cantor. We wanted to make you a cantor because uh, we want to, for one, empower the kids mm-hmm. to to have uh, opportunities to lead in the mass, to lead as as the psalmist, to lead as right. a cantor, to lead. We talked about it before as as uh, altar servers, as ushers, as hospitality, as EMs, mm-hmm. as all all those things. And so we we let you be a cantor because. We, you know, it's great having the youth choir up there. Right. The, the parents love seeing their kids. Uh, as my, I'd never directed a kids choir, but at my new church, I direct like a kids choir. I've talked about it, like kindergarten through fifth grade. It's Oof. that's a whole nother ball game, right? But like the parents are like they eat they it, it up, and they're they're like taking pictures and videos and stuff. It's a little much, but like Put they're like away. they're literally like <laughs> reaching over my head as I'm playing piano, like taking pictures of their video of their kids singing. Like it's a little much. Um, but like, okay, so the parents love seeing their kids, but the point is not just to just to watch them and listen to the kids sing. But the point of any music at mass is to get the congregation to join in song and lift their voices together. So that's why I said, okay, we have this youth choir, but Jack, you're going to be the cantor because we need to let them know and this isn't the show. Screwed it up. This isn't the show. Then he just botched <laughs> the whole thing. And then they were like, "Do we sing?" And then the priest started saying the prayer, and like, "Oh no, it's not now, right?" It's but not to, now. But to raise your arms and say, "Join us in song together." This is our choir. This isn't. This isn't us as a performance, but it's right. it's t- together as a congregation lifting our voices yeah. in one. So uh, I'm, you know, the the experience with you in the choir. I'm sorry we uh, we did so many weird things, but it's nice to look yeah. back and see how we've grown. On a brighter note, yeah. Jack, what, what were some of your favorite songs to sing at mass? What were some of the songs you really enjoyed singing? Because you're a singer, you do uh, you sing on stage, Jack. Okay, this is a really weird story. So I've been trying to like I like singing in the car. It's like my my uh, my little secret that I've just now told on the podcast. Uh, but I like to sing in the car, and I'll nice. pick songs that I can sing easily. Nice. And I really like um, the song from the Hunchback of Notre Dame <laughs> that he sings. It's called <laughs> Out There, and he just sings and he's singing about song. how he wants to be normal. He wants to be one of the people, and I like his easy. Oh. It's right in my you know I thought it was in my range. And I put it on as Jack gets in the car to drive down here, and I'm like singing it, and Jack gets in there. And just he goes, oh, I used this song in an audition, and just belts it, <laughs> just killing it. And I'm sitting there like, I'll just, I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> so just embarrassing me, like holding the note, and I'm like, I like that song. Bird. I just but, sang yeah. it for an audition. Make me, look, make a, me look all bad. I have so, a point about that a little bit. Uh, um, like when you're singing in your car by yourself without somebody trying to show you up. <laughs> 
what do you normally do when you're singing along? Do you turn the music way down so you can hear yourself? Absolutely like, not. So you do the opposite, right? Yep. I'm sure all you guys do the same thing. You crank that music, and you're the best singer in the world for those in five minutes. In the world. Like, nothing could stop you. Except for Jack. Except for Jack <laughs> over here, right? But, so, you're, so you're singing, you crank the music, you sing, you belt, you sound amazing. Um, right now, love my new pastor. He's awesome. But like the one gripe, every, every mass, he goes, it's too loud. He, he'll, he'll, he'll process in, in the gathering, and then he'll look over and just go. <laughs> 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 or or it's like the, we just is, point we do, if you're watching completely if you're not different watching. reference but have you ever been intertubing uh no <laughs> like we're, okay where you remember we would go to the lake and you would get your boat and like you have a boat and you're like on oh, intertubing yes and, it's just, like, and you would have like the, symbols to be the like angry kid when you wanted the boat to slow down you're like <laughs> slow down. you'd be like down I just envision like a grouchy kid like slow down uh yeah so he'll he'll either give me a sign like turn it down or he'll he'll walk over like if it's a if it's he just turns it down what, the uh, uh, awesome thing about my new pa my new pastor is he's involved with like every mass even if we have we have an associate and we have other priests that help out mm -hmm. we have like pastor emeritus and our founding pastors so we have a lot of help Jeez. but like he'll he'll be on campus and and greeting everybody and he'll do the announcements before and after mass if he's around uh, but so sometimes, you know, like our associate will process in and he'll just walk around to, and there's like a little rail right where I'm playing and he'll just look up and be like, it's too loud. <laughs> too loud. <laughs> oh my God. Thanks, Brother John. But uh, so I'll, I'll turn it down, you know, as, as he wishes. But like my, the, the thing I, I think the same effect can happen in the congregation where if it's too quiet, no one wants to sing because they, they feel like everyone around them is only going to hear themselves. Yes. So I try to go, I try to push that volume level right on the threshold of too loud because I think it needs to be loud enough so that people can feel confident enough to sing. So, because sure. again, my, yeah. my biggest priority is to get the congregation to sing. And if it's too quiet, they're not going to. Well, I, my recommendation if you feel discouraged about singing mass, do you think you're going to be too loud? Go to mass with Jack. If you stand next to Jack, <laughs> Jack sings with all of his heart in every song. Doesn't matter. And I'm always just standing there like, geez. I remember this. Uh, when I was a kid and I was because I haven't like I don't usually sit in the in the congregation anymore because I'm always playing but I remember when I was like a teenager I would sit in the in the pews and there was this one Filipino guy Filipinos love to sing like my my con my, my choir is, is awesome. mostly Filipinos now it's it's an amazing thing but this guy he would he would like you know everyone has their pews everyone's got their pew yeah. and like if yep. someone's in your pew you're like bro don't you know that's my pew <laughs> so anyways we would sit like the same pew every time and this guy would sit he was his pew was behind us and he would sing every song to the max so loud he was the worst singer i've ever heard in my entire life his voice was so the, the the order of of vocals is like if you start from the top it's like soprano and then alto and then tenor is the guys and bass you guys know like the bass he mm -hmm. was whatever whatever's below bass that was where his voice was like you would almost Impressive. feel his voice more than just hear it but like he sang every song down in the basement but mm -hmm. not the right notes oh, at no. all but he sang it as loud as humanly possible and you know what it was beautiful yep. it was beautiful sure. so like i encourage you guys it doesn't matter what you're bringing sing loud if you're if you're the best singer in the world that's great. You're going to empower join the, the choir. people around you. Or join, <laughs> join the choir. Right? Uh, <laughs> if you're average, sing loud. If you if you are if you need some work, then, you know. Join the choir. Join the choir and you'll get some work. So, anyway, whatever whatever facet, sing out loud. Well, yeah. And, you know, going back to the family a little bit, and then I still want to hear those songs, your favorite songs, is, um, 
you know, we talk about pews. Uh, you know, typical Catholics, right? Where everyone gets made the joke of, "Oh, it's Catholic mass." Everyone sends them back. Well, you know what? I'm gonna let Jack answer this. Where, where the heck? Where's our family's pew? In right in front, <laughs> literally the right first front. pew, usually right behind the lectors. Because my parents are usually lecturing, but and it, even when we're not, it, we're the still front there. Row. Front row. Yep, that's amazing. That's where they always wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he did that. He was like, "You really want to go to the bathroom during mass? You don't have to walk all the way. Everyone wants to see you." Yep. You know, my dad was like, wanted to be as close to Jesus as possible. Yeah. So we were the front row, always. Uh, it's always just how it's been. That's a beautiful answer. You know, it's also a beautiful answer. If you ask me, well, I don't, I don't, go, I don't go to our parish anymore, but you say, where's your family's pew? I say, we don't have one. Because, well, you guys are doing ministry too, but like, because we're the, our min- the ministers that we're doing have me back in the choir and yep. my mom and in the choir right. and my dad yeah, ushers yeah, and yeah. he doesn't have yeah. a pew. So like, that's a beautiful answer as well. Yeah. Like get involved or sit up front and like be involved. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I would, when I was going to school, I would always sit in the back cause I was like, I just want to blend in right. and I don't want to be there, but like be present, be there. Oh yeah. Sure. Engage. No, it's always great whenever, uh, it comes down to it where, uh, the EM start have to start leaving and mm-hmm. then the ushers have to start leaving and there have just been m- many many times where our entire family is like alright let's go and then yeah. we're all going different places like just w- being involved two of us yeah. will be ushering three of us will be EMing and then one of them is sacristan and so it's just we're all going different directions but we're all involved and yeah. we're all in the front row just our pew gets cleaned out because everyone's yeah. involved in the mass yeah mm-hmm. and it's um, awesome I love it's it beautiful. so yeah anyway so Jack tell me what are your, a couple of your favorite songs that you love singing uh, when it comes to the God, mass, it, the took us, it took us a long time to get to that yeah, question. Well, Here back. we are. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, I love I love the Alleluia. Just that is just always like right right before the gospel. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's such a good way to just prepare you. Any for particular it. setting of the Alleluia, Jack? <sighs> hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I love that one. That one or the Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Right, and then, uh, but I do love the Halle, Halle, Hallelujah. I like that one. Good Easter. Um, Easter That that's a good. Yeah, that just gets you. Like I am here to celebrate. Like, (laughs) and that all any song that makes you feel like (laughs) I am here to celebrate is is because that's what mass is. It's the celebration. Absolutely. So any any song like that, like I love Glory to God. Um, the communion love, song, right? Glory yeah. God, the Glory great, God, the famous communion, communion okay. song. Sam has a story. He's got to jump in. He's got to jump in. I'm going to explode. Okay. Because, okay, <laughs> listen. Because Jack, Jack's going to explode when we start talking about this because it's a story that him and I experienced together during Mass that I just remember because we were talking. And we were at mass one time, and we, and we don't—I don't know who the choir was or what the situation was. It was like you know the the choir that's mostly old ladies. <laughs> oh, then, God bless all the old ladies who join all the choirs. And this lady, she was playing the tambourine. <laughs> old lady tambourine and is my favorite kind of. She's tambourine. rocking and rolling on this tambourine. She's she was so away. into it. It was a Saturday and night. Saturday that's night why mass. we never saw this choir. And it was uh, it was glory to God, and <laughs> it was one of those things like. They probably did the chorus three or four times. They extended and it. They were just rolling with it, and Jake and I are watching. And this lady's doing the the glory to God, and it like sounded like they were gonna stop. They were like, so it was like glory to God. Start the applause. Glory to God. <laughs> we're like, oh, okay, here we go. It. And she like had to sit down. She was like so exhausted from tambourine. <laughs> Tambourining will take she, it out of she, you. For she sure. had to take a seat. Um, <laughs> but that was the, another point that reminds me. Um, something I loved about our parents is that so many people, when the priest leaves, they leave. 
they're just like, all right, cool. Oh my gosh. Mass is over. But our parents were always like, mass ends when the song is well, over. We technically stay. mass is over. Uh, all the right. People, mass people is technically it. over. Mass is we, over. I loved how we would always stay to finish the final song. Like that is just something I always yeah, love that, yeah, that so, we did. So the, the right of the, of the liturgy is over uh, after yeah. the final mm-hmm. prayer. The, the, the closing song has, you know, it's, it's not part of the mass, but I f- it's part of the community. And if you're, yeah. if you're going to be part of the community, I think you should stay and sing. Uh, for me, like uh, as a music uh, composition major, I always love to, when I watch a movie, I stay and watch all the the entire credits because I, I listen I listen to the score because it's that's that's when you get to hear the the, the composer's entire it's like sometimes I'm like I do that for Marvel the, movies well yeah because you want to see what's at the end of it right? <laughs> at the end of Mass maybe there'll be <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's an after song scene <laughs> well sometimes the we do that we runs fi- back up <laughs> we finish Wait. the song and then we and then we hit it again we do a tag yeah uh, but I, yeah I think they. You know, be a part of the community and stay and sing and join yeah. it and lift your voices up in song together. Th- no, yeah. I love that. That's yeah. a great way to distinguish. I think that there is a post mass scene, and it's whatever scene that you're willing to make yourself by. If you're willing to go meet someone new, if you're willing to talk to the people around you, like there's always people that you can turn and say hello to, to to be in fellowship with. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the post mass scene. That's that's yeah. setting up the next thing you're going to do because if mass is calling us to to prepare us to spiritually feed us so that we can go then go out into the world and Make a difference. <laughs> Don't make a difference. <laughs> I love that song too. And, uh, there you go. But then that then setting up the next the next part of our faith journey for that week is to be able to be in community right then and there. We can do that post credit scene right there in mass by being in community. Boom! There's your mic drop moment for the episode. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna stay and watch all the credits by <laughs> you're gonna sing the closing song, and then you're gonna and then you're gonna wait for that post mass scene. Yeah, so, you can go so you're gonna go meet coffee someone, and donuts, chat with someone, be in community. Go talk to yeah. the Knights of Columbus. Be a knight or go chat with somebody, whatever it is. Yeah. But like, be engaged in that community. I think it's uh, so. I've I've seen so many churches where everyone just bounces right at, at the end of mass, and like, you get to your cars and you got to get to your brunch. You got to get to whatever's going on. Yeah. But like, stay and 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 embrace the community that you have right there. Well, we would always uh, laugh because um, we would never be in a rush because my dad always had people to talk to. That was like always. a running joke. He talked to. Everybody. So did my parents. I was yeah. like, guys, he wrap it knew up. Everyone, yeah, he knew everyone somehow, which is awesome. Yeah, it is, it is awesome. Uh, yeah, um, but my and he's involved in that's Columbus mm-hmm. and uh, everything else around. Like he was just always like the guy. Unless you really do have somewhere to go, you're like, Dad, wrap it up. You know, we got it. We got to go. There was only happened once or twice. Like Dad, Dad, hey, <laughs> <laughs> can you go? <laughs> but um, you know, and, and and but now that's that's us. Like we stay after mass and we we chat we chat it up. Yeah, um, everyone's doing their own thing and talking yeah, to different people and. It's, just to be like, how was your week? Oh, are you excited for for the what's coming up this week? Yeah, so it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. I miss a little bit of that at my new parish because mm-hmm. Sunday mornings I do three masses back to back: eight thirty, right. ten, eleven forty-five. And so like people want to come up and ch- and chat with me. So like eight thirty is over, and there again I'm like a little bit elevated uh, in the, the the choir area, and so people can walk up and they can like look up and, and I can look down and we can chat and whatever. So they're like, hey, I just wanted to ask you a question. I'm like. Awesome, but I have like twelve seconds because the next group's coming on and we have to like start setting up and rehearse. So I miss that that chance to go out and just kind of be a, a one with the community, right? You know, yeah, yeah, it's tough. Um, anyway, so yeah, I think that that's the 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 big thing in this episode is uh, don't be afraid to you know embrace you know who you are. 
Jack, yeah. You, you, I mean, we, we, we we're going to talk about growing up Catholic, but I think that the biggest thing that you said this this episode that I really enjoyed was that you lived boldly in your faith, even when it wasn't popular. Um, you sing boldly uh, out. You you sing out in mass, not being you know I'm going to sing loud because I love God and I love singing and I'm going to give yeah. this back to him and and you live boldly. You sung boldly. Um, everything that you did was uh, really not being afraid and living outwardly. Uh, you know, one thing I've always admired about you, even though you know, you're my younger brother, something I look up to you, is you never really let what other people thought kind of weigh you down. You were like, this is who I am. And you're comfortable in your own skin and you're just like, this is who God made me to be and this is who I'm going to be. Um, and I think that that showed through when you lived your faith, regardless of what stage of life you were at or, or whatever else. And I think that's a really, really cool thing. Um, so you know, I pray that you'll always continue to do that and, and have that in your life. Thank you. Um, yeah, so... Uh, but it's been cool. So I had a great time chatting about all this stuff this episode. Yeah, this was great. That's this it. Awesome. I don't have anything else to add for your mic drop moments. I do have one more question though for Jack because we and we 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 haven't missed this since uh, since our like our one of our first yeah. guests. But we we, we asked our question at the beginning. Yeah, but we haven't had a guest in a while. We so. haven't had a guest in a bit. So we want to ask you what your for, favorite board game is. Disney's villainous. Oh, it's like you had that prepared. <laughs> Disney's villainous. It's what is amazing. that game? Tell me about it. it. Oh. It uh, is, in, in like 12 words okay. or less. It is a strategy game where you play, uh, you choose a Disney villain, and you just have to complete their plot before the other Disney villains can. It's amazing. The game, it's six players. Not, it's amazing. Not, uh, do we have to say not sponsored? Uh, not can, sponsored, can but confirm. sponsor me. No. <laughs> Rockin' game. It's yeah. amazing. I played it a couple times uh, over New Year's when I was staying at their yeah. house, and uh, it's pretty fun. Jack, Jack and I played it to the point where like we played it with a big group, and then like slowly people would go to bed and then Jack and I were up till about two in the morning just playing one on one. We yeah, Danny and I have both have this problem where we'll just go another round. <laughs> like we're both like kind of like, I don't know how you're feeling, but another round. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wanted to say no, but we both really wanted to play, so we just kept rolling. Kept uh, rolling and it, through. And it was super yep. exciting to say it. I, so, I confirm that's a great game. So Disney's villainous villain. Villain no, just di a villain. It's technically just called villainous. villainous. I think Disney's on Disney there. Disney just sponsored it, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're, they're Disney, Disney villains. It's all Disney characters. Cool. Yeah. It's a good game. Uh you can get so it go target. check that out. Not sponsored. <laughs> Not, Not sponsored. sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> but Disney, hit us up. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh my anyway, gosh. Anyway, um so, speaking of sponsored though, if you'd like to be a uh, uh help us out. Uh, financially, you can be a patron on our Patreon, and you can uh, give whatever you can. Anything is appreciated. It helps us to, you know, get equipment and uh, go on our, our endeavors. We're looking to expand ourselves even more. We're looking we to get actual sponsors. Yeah, if so, there's anyone out there that does, I uh, promised a couple episodes ago that we would have merch coming soon, uh, coffee mugs, shirts, whatever. I have a couple artists, friends of mine, that are working on. Uh, cartooning us for for mugs and for Ooh. shirts, so uh, get excited about that. I think that we're just gonna have to pull the trigger on that one and uh, and get some stuff out. But we it is coming. Yeah. So if you want to be the first to get your hands on that, check us out on Patreon. Yeah. Um, if if you, you guys already, if oh, you guys are like a t-shirt company, a Catholic t-shirt company, yeah. and, and you wanna, you know. Spawn low key sponsor us. We, you send we, us we'd be stuff, happy to wear your stuff we will on rock there your, rock uh, your because stuff. anything that we can do to spread uh, this this network of Catholic community uh, out there, we were we are um, 
you know, super happy to do that. So yeah. get in touch with us on our Instagram at Two Catholic Dudes. We are our, our DMs are always open. Always. And uh, you know, if if maybe you're the, the older generation out there, we're also on Facebook. We post our. Uh, I've been getting, all, I, all the parents. Are I've Facebook gotten stuff, so right? many Facebook requests since we started same, this. Same, it's same. been insane from like all over the world. Yeah. People message me from like other languages, and I'm like, I can't answer this. I have no idea. I just I've saying. been accepting everybody. I just do a lot of thumbs up. I, I yeah, I do thumbs up. I accept everyone. It's gonna the Facebook does have a problem though. After you run, after you get to like five thousand, it caps you. I'm not, so. I'm not even close. All right, well, just keep saying yes. <laughs> but so hit us up, whatever social media you're on. We love connecting with you. We got Tuesday thoughts on Tuesday. Danny hit some real cool stuff. We got Psalm of the Week every Wednesday. I'm starting to bring guests on now that we yep. got this cool podcast space, video space, and then our podcast always airs Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you again, Jack, for being on the show. Of course, thank you for having the drive. me. Uh, this is great. With me and uh, yeah. We got to land this plane. We're almost at one hour. This has been a great episode. Thanks, Jack. Uh, We will see you guys soon. That's it. See ya.